All right, check, check. Can you hear me? I am me. Who am I talking to? Um, check, 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 check. Um, what was I thinking about? Um, oh, eucalyptus. Sound like a question, doesn't it? When you first hear it. You know, if somebody runs up to you, say, hey, 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 eucalyptus. I'd be like, what? Who? Who said I did? That's what I maybe. Eucalyptus? Oh, no, you heard the wrong thing. Calyptus? Nah, never heard of them. Um, and what else was I, th- I wanted to tell you guys? Oh, walnuts are disgusting. Can we quit pretending like they're not? You see them sometime on a salad or, you know, as an item. As a written item on a menu. Get you a little side of this little, you know, get you a little uh, mannequin of strawberry, ramekin. Get you a little ramekin of strawberries. Or get you a little ramekin of walnuts. Bitch, I don't want a walnut. They're disgusting. You know what they taste like? They taste like... Um, they taste like you shouldn't be eating them. Go, go get a walnut. Everybody, act, they have all, I mean, they got great PR, you know, they got great public, you know, advertising, but they're damn garbage. They're just damn garbage, man. So anyway, um, let's get into it, man. You know where we are, gang. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Belated. I'm just sitting on your front porch Wondering how could I be so far from my home That feeling, baby. Mind is somewhere else, but Come on. when I find it I'll patch up where it's been thrown Now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time For me to set that parking brake let myself a while shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my story. Shine on me, and I will find a song. I will sing it just for That is it. That is Shine by Bishop Gunn. And I hope everybody had a wonderful Father's Day. You know, that father, that's that. It's wild seeing a 
you know, I remember the first time when I was a kid when I saw my dad. Uh, I just, I, I remember, you know, he had on like a dress shirt, I remember, and a, and a watch or something, you know, and a pants and shoes. And, and that was him, you know, and just pretty nondescript, really, honestly. I mean, you know, he was probably 74 years old or something. But, you know, they had a guy in my neighborhood, this boy Small Allen, and he, you know, I mentioned him before. He was a, he was a, not a neighbor, but, you know, could have been a neighbor if he'd have lived closer kind of person. And his, uh, and he was small. I mean, damn, you could barely, he'd play hide and seek for a month, six weeks. You know, he was the only one, if we were playing hide and seek, you'd see him, you know, get a bunch of food and stuff. Cause it was going to be, he's going to be out there for a while. He's so small. He hide in a bird's nest or something. You know, you'd be looking around for everybody and you'd hear somebody fighting with a bird in a tree. And that would be small up there. Just going, just, just wing the fist with a damn sparrow or a, you know, a daytime nightingale. Because sometimes you see a nightingale gets lost and that bitch is out there during the day. And you're like, damn, this thing. This is a damn pervert. But, uh, but small, man, I, he could hide in his daddy's shoe. That's what I was telling you. That's how, I mean, he probably weighed, I, when I first met him, he probably weighed probably 14 pounds, maybe. Or maybe, I bet maybe 14 pounds, two ounces if he had a damn, you know, if he had a couple Charleston shoes in his pocket. But, uh, you know, he was the kind of boy that could hide in his daddy's boot. Just that kind of boy. But um, anyway, happy Father's Day to everybody. Belated. And if you're a father and and you have a child, I bet it's pretty, I bet it's special. You know, and I bet it's nice to, just to have another chance. I think about sometimes having another chance at being young. And... You know, and that's really one of the beauties of life is that is that is that second chance. You know, the just the way that um. You know, you get your own childhood as as a child, but then you get one, you get to do one right. If you you know if you don't get it right, you're if you don't if it isn't, you know, the things that happen to you, you get to redo them. You get that do over, and that's a what a program. What a program that's been designed for us. Uh, what's going on, man? I, uh, I'm i at home. I decided I'm going to try doing the podcast back at home, not in the studio, just tonight. You know, just tonight. It's Sunday night. And, uh, and so, yeah, I just sometimes the studio, like all the just the bells and whistles of it, um, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel as, I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, so I thought, well, maybe I'll try it back at home where I, where I started. Just in my kitchen, you know? So if you're watching on the YouTube, you're singing that. You're singing just the, I mean, it is damn bare bones in here. Bare bones. I mean, just like a damn naked skeleton in here. Just like a skeleton that just, oh, couldn't even find a loincloth. Like, good goodness. Look at that thing just showing off its occipitals out here. Put on some shades, you naughty bone man. Um, Yeah, what's going on? Let me think about it, man. Uh, We got some calls. We got things to discuss and things not to discuss. And we have, uh, you know, we just have the world. It's summertime. It's summertime. And that's one thing. It feels like this year, because of the disease, it feels like, I don't know. Does a birthday count? Does summer count? Does spring count? It seems like, I mean, next year we better get a serious do-over. You know, next year we better get a damn serious do-over. Because nothing feels, it's just feeling like nothing counts, kind of. Hope you guys can hear me okay. If the audio or video is bad... You can only blame moi. And that's French me, baby. That moi. Um, but what else is going on? What else is going on out there? Not too, I mean, I don't know. What did I even do this weekend? I feel like, oh, I had some breakfast with my buddy. And he got the rancheros and I got the regular. You know, bacon, egg. And, uh, what else? Um... Or something I was going to tell you. I don't know. Just all this. I mean, we're just in the damn future. I've been feeling like. I've been feeling like, man, we are in the future. This is a love char. Like, how much more future can we get? Have you thought of it? How much more future can we get before you just emailing people to you know to Istanbul or to Rome I mean that's what's next really you getting emailed who you emailing with oh I got emailed with Delta or you know oh I got me a real cheap email over on spirit emails dude that would be the worst spirit emails and that's when they can transport you and they send you through you show up, dude, your luggage doesn't make it. You're like, damn, they pressed the button and they put me through the the human emailer or whatever and shit my arms. I didn't, my arms didn't even come through. I'm like, holy shit. So now you got to spend the whole holidays with your family. Just you can't even hug anybody. You just got to, while people, people don't know if you want to hug, they just probably guess you don't because you don't. You know, you really have to have your arms to... Otherwise, nobody ever know if you want to hug or not. They just think you don't like them. You almost have to get a little, like a signal or something. You know, like a, that means you need a freaking, you need somebody to just hold you and, and, you know, and just hold you and just, and you just kind of pinch them with your shoulders, I guess, if you don't have arms. But that, I mean, could you imagine that? They start transporting, just emailing people. 
And look, you get, and there's different types of ways. There's like, if you get emailed in coach, it takes a little while. Take you about nine minutes to get there. You just, you know, you're just in the, stuck in the power lines or whatever, or in the Wi-Fi. Maybe your spouse gets lost. Y'all supposed to be in Hawaii or something that, you know, that bastard gets lost and it's just suddenly you're single again. You're like, damn, all right, you know. We went with United. You know, it's supposed to be unlimited megabytes. And I guess, you know, Ronnie put on weight and they just, they couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle him through the system. And so, I guess I'm just, I got all the sunscreen I want <laughs> this week. Um, what else is going on? Uh, not nothing. Oh, we had Sugar Sean come on. Sugar Sean, the MMA uh, fighter. And that was wild, man. That guy. It's just, I mean, you guys know, you know, a lot of you, I'm fascinated by MMA fighters and even regular fighters. Hell, I'll, you know, I'll bet on two of these bastards in the park over by me. And these, they got some, you know, I saw two fuckers over there throwing down for a damn, you know, half a pineapple two days ago. So it's, you know, uh, they got. You know, I, I've started to get more into the sport. And I'm watching old fights, and it's just, I, you know, but Sugar Sean, man, he, um, he, he's that high, he's that high sucrose, uh, smack talker. And it's so funny because you'd ask him about somebody or interesting because you'd ask him, and he would, like, well, how do you think you'd do in a fight with so and so? And he would close his eyes and think about it. And he'd be like, oh, I, I'd knock him out. because it's interesting some people just talk shit you know some people should have a toilet for a chin because they just talking shot but old sugar sean baby he just he really visualizes it and every time in his visualizations he comes out a victor that's that's interesting isn't it because I, I guess I just don't have that same wherewithal. You know, in my visualizations, half the time I come, I get third place. I'll take bronze in my own dreams. That's crazy, isn't it? So, so that was really captivating, man. I'm excited for, uh, uh, I'm glad you guys, um, you know, I'm glad those guys let me interview them and learn about their space a little bit. You know, I feel con- not conflicted sometimes, but just, you know, it hasn't been my territory. But, you know, that's been one of the gifts of knowing Dustin Poirier, man. Is that, you know, by him, you know, being willing to come on the show and then it, other pe- it gives you a little bit of credit with the other people. You know, and um, and I'm excited, man. Dustin's got a fight this weekend coming up. You know, I'm real excited about that. Uh, man, I'm real excited. And it's funny because I used to, man, just when I first started watching them, I wasn't that into it. But now I get, I'm into it. Now that I know nobody's going to die, I think I used to think people died. Like it was like running of the bulls. Over there in Diploma, Spain. I don't know if you guys have ever been, no, been there. But um, every year in Diploma, they have 
running of the bulls. And basically, they take the baddest bulls in the world, man. I'm talking a bunch of damn Horace Grunts, you feel me? I'm talking a bunch of Scotty Trippins, bruh. And they let those bitches loose through the city. And people have been drinking wine and talking shit. And people are wearing t-shirts that say like, you know, go Pistons or something. Or Celtics in four, you know. And then these bad bitches come through the street at like 7 a.m. Because I've been there. You know, I'm not bragging, but I'm, you know, I guess I am boasting a little. Uh, and then, I mean, you're out there and, and, uh, and they got wine and everybody, people drinking wine out of all kind of shit. You'll see a dude, uh, you'll see a dude with a, with a casket or whatever of wine, a flasket. You'll see a dude with a basket of wine, a masket. You'll see a dude wearing a mask. He'll take that bitch off, drink right out of it. You're like, damn, that dude's freaking, huh? It's the Phantom of the Slopper, dude, because that dude's getting sloppy as hell off his damn face piece. Um, yeah, yeah, you see it all, you know. And then when everybody's just liquored to the gills, I mean, I mean, your buddy's just turned into a damn largemouth bass, bro. You are liquored to the gills when you've had as much wine as you can. And people drinking out of everything. You'll see a dude. He'll he'll have he'll have uh, installed a damn tube into his um esophagus, bruh. You know, or whatever it's called. That you know, that liquid pipe that takes liquid into your body from your face. He'll have a tube installed into his esophagus, bruh, and have that bitch run right back up to his mouth. He's sipping out of himself like a, just a straw. So he'll drink some a uh, little bit of that vino. And then just swallow it and then then revisit that shit. Just he just recycling that liquor right out of himself. Just redoing it, you know? And you're all good, man. You're out there and everybody's got on white and red and everybody's got on um red and white and and then you think it's fine. You start to forget even that it's a party. Cause it's seven AM. Those bulls, they get up early for for work. You know, because a bull doesn't have a really a busy day, really. They got to be pissed as hell. And sometimes they use them for sex. But that's it. Otherwise, they're chilling, man. Eating corn, eating grass, eating... I don't know. Some of them look like they're on damn steroids. If you've ever seen a bull, you're like, damn, dude. That guy must own a couple anytime fitnesses, you know, because that dude is... <laughs> Has that dude been eating Halloween? Because that little bastard is Jack O'Lantern, bruh. Um, what was I talking about? Shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, oh, I hope you're doing good. You know, I hope you're doing good and you are doing good. You know, we got this. We're almost through the disease, man, and we got this. You know, and and and, and it's it's only doom and gloom if if you know it's only doom and gloom if you don't write your own weather report. If you let somebody else write your weather report, then yeah, they got control over it. 
But if I, you know, I should wake up every day and it's right 100% chance of the best me, you know, 100% chance of life, 100% chance of peace, you know. I should, I should make my own forecast, you know. Um, I don't know. Am I talking about myself too much? I don't even know what's going on. Oh, oh. So then you're out there in the street. You're out there in the street, boy. You forget. You forget it's a party. You're starting to check out some cheeks, you know, some chicas, some chicaras. I don't even know what they call them. Italian cheeks, bruh. You know, some real, legit Euro ladies. And they're flirting and people are starting dancing, you know. Oh, papa. Oh, yo no papa. Yo no papa. No niños por mí, you know. And you think everything's cool. You forget, bro, because you've been drinking. And then about a dozen of the angriest animals you ever seen (laughs) come running through, bro. And first, all the chicks disappear. All the women that are there disappearing. Like, oh, man, what happened? You know? Did Larry's dad come home or something? Because we all all got the parties over. You know? Did did Ronnie's grandfather find out or something? That we're out here in the boathouse? Because we're fucked. You know, what happened? Did somebody spray mace or something at the party? Because all the chicks start leaving. They're climbing over the fences and climbing over. They got these big, um, like, 12 by 12s, really. They really are. They put them all along the streets, the streetways. And it's beautiful streets, cobblestone. And then you hear, You're like, damn, somebody's trying to move a piano or something. You know? Because you forget because you've been drinking. Yeah, man. And then if you see one bull go by and you're like, dang, that thing. Somebody better come catch that bastard. And then you see 11 more. just, And they keep ripping through. And it's just, it's magical. If you've never been there, go watch it and go see. But here's what happens is at the end, they, the fighters, there's a swordsman. There's a swordsman, a guy out there, really, really, it's almost like a LARPer, like one of those guys you see in the park, like if they got a real nerd, he's out there in the park or something. You know, it's like some guy who, basically the guy that won the Renaissance Fair in America, they take him to Italy and give him a damn battalion or something. You know, a like a, a sword, man. You know, that blood piece, baby, that sword. And that dude pops off with it he starts fighting the bulls and uh and oh wait he has a first he has a carpet and the bulls come by and he showed them the carpet and they don't every time they don't want to buy it they just run right through it they're like oh we don't even buying that bitch you know and he only got one carpet it's kind of like a rerun a little it's like oh you want to buy this like nah they run right by we don't we don't want it and he'll shake that bastard out there again you know Just like he's beating his car mats off over by the car wash. By the DIY car wash. The one I like to use. 
And he's just, you know, like he's shaking out the floor mats of a damn 84 Ford Escort. And, uh, and then eventually the bull gets so tired and he swords him out. And he swords him out and they drag it off. They drag the bull off at the end. And, uh, I, man, there was some moral to this story. There really was. There was a moral to the story, but you know how it is, man. And you know how it ain't. Oh, man, I got this muscle stress in me. It will not go away. And the, um, the massagers just opened back up. And God, I went in there. You know, the massagers just opened up back here in uh, California. And I'll tell you, dude, I never really, you know, I never been in like body love with another man or anything, but man, I'd never been so happy to see this man. And this man is, I think, he might be Filipino, I think, Pinoy, you know, beautiful, one of the beautiful Pinoy. And he, my God, man, I took my shirt off right when I saw him. It was just like a, I mean, it was, it was like somebody just beat open a damn bag of magic right in between us because I, it was just, man, it, this man, he, you know, this man, his name is Bike. Bike. Like bike, if you say bike, but if you say it completely different. Bike. And uh, like a bird, like the hard part of a bird at the at the beginning, you know, that Bike. And he, dude, and Bike. And also, here's the crazy thing. They got another guy that works in there named Bike. And so it's hard when you call on the phone if you want to set up an appointment with one of the gentlemen. Because they say, do you want, I'll be like, uh, is Bike in? And they're like, you want Bike? <laughs> I don't know which one they're talking about. I'm like, I want Bike. And they say, you want Bike or Bike? And it's just, and then we both laugh, man. It's just, I don't know. I love that place. But it's called uh, Siri Foot Spa. S-I-R-I foot spa and they got beautiful people that work in there and just um anyway it, it just i'd never been so happy to see another man and just put my body in his damn hands for an hour for 40 dollars. praise god man um thank you guys for being here today and uh we're gonna get into some of this we got some calls that have came in have always the hotline is 985-664-9500 I got to see if we have any ads tonight. So I got to text Nick and have him send me. I'm going to do that right now. Um, what's uh, Let's get into it, man. Yeah, I just want to say thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast. Oh, we got the new gang gang slides are available. And slides are basically sandals, you know, more house sandals. Um, but you can check them out at theovonstore.com. Uh, you can check those out. And uh, and let's take a couple calls. Here we go. Gang. Hey, Theo. What's going on, my man? I just wanted to check in with you. Make sure everything's doing good with your podcast and everything. 
Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, everything is going pretty good. You know, um, I'm happy to have, you know, still have the podcast right now. You know, I know a lot of people haven't been able to work. And and so I think this has been, you know, I know that people listen to this as a, as a form of, you know, entertainment. And so I'm glad that I've been able to do this. Um, and I'm so grateful for all the calls. I mean, so many calls come back in. And so I learned so much about what's going on with uh, with with you guys. So it's pretty perfect, actually. Um, anyhow, onward. Man, I, I have one question for you. Do you think that everybody should start taking their masks off with this corona bullshit? Or do you think everybody should be more conservative and leave their masks on and wait to see what's going on and happening after everything opens up? Gang, brother. And thank you for the verbal uh, inquiry. I w- you know, I say this. Well, you know what, actually, this is Nick right here with the ad, and thank you, Nick, and uh, this is a great time to suggest uh, this company, and this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Isn't that nice of them? You can start communicating in under 24 hours. And BetterHelp is a place to get help. Look, we all, I believe that we all need help. And sometimes you meet somebody who doesn't need any help. That person is a hero. But the rest of us, the other 99% of us, can use some help every now and then. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours with a helper, a mental professional. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's network, which may not be locally available. Some of you live in the woods. Some of you live in a damn, uh, you know, a dugout or something. You know, sometimes you kick over a, you know, you'll you you'll kick over a, a they'll have a boat, and it's set on the, with the with the open side on the on the ground. You'll you'll flip it over and it'll be a damn, you know, family of two under there. You're like, what in the hell? Like, yeah, man, we don't, you know, we don't know where to get mental help. You say, well, look, I, I know a place. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. If you don't want to go to the therapist in your town, you know, maybe, they, maybe they're married to somebody you know. You know, maybe the therapist in town is your wife or your husband. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash T-H-E-O. And join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And a special offer for our listeners, 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Theo. Um, and let me answer the question now with the masks. I uh, I believe this. If you want to wear a mask, then you should wear it. You can't, other people may not want to wear a mask. That's why you can wear one if you want to. I don't like it when people tattletaling and this and this, you know. 
Bridget don't have a mask on, you know. Um, excuse me, um, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but um, there's a man over there, you know, drinking a lemonade without a mask Well, have you ever thought maybe that man doesn't have a mask on because he's trying to get some lemonade in his mouth? What do you want? You want that guy to pay for a lemonade and then to splash it all up against a damn, you know, that cloth face piece and he can't even and just imagine what it tastes like and waste the money? So just don't think about yourself. I think when it comes to ratting out people, they don't have a, you wear a mask. That's why you, we can wear one. If I want to wear a mask, I can wear it. Some places I feel like I need a mask on. Some places I do, I do not. So I don't know, man, I'm sorry to get fired up about that, but, uh, you know, I think it's, it's up to you. So that's why you get to wear one because you can't control everybody else. So that's what I think. And I think because a lot of people have decided they've drawn the line kind of in the sand for themselves, you know, and it's, you know, I I don't know if you're ever going to be able to get everybody to do the same thing anymore. I don't know if that's the place we live in still. You know, we might, we, you know, we might just not get that. And so, you know, there's just different types of people. Dude, I have a buddy out here, and he, whenever gets like food delivered and groceries, he gets them, he has them set down in his front yard. He goes out in a hazmat suit, okay? And a hazmat suit is, you know, you know what it looks like. It's like, uh, you know, it's like Breaking Bad. It's like the guys from Breaking Bad, but they're not, they're not even making drugs. They're just kind of afraid of something. This man goes out in a hazmat suit and he and he pressure washes and cleans off all of his any groceries that are delivered before he takes them into his house. Whoa. And look, he can do that. I if I it, look, if my child and he have he have I think four children. If my child ever saw me out there pressure washing and Febreze in a damn box of Triscuits. Bro, that kid's never going to be the same. That kid is never going to think I'm a man after that. So, you know, it just depends on what you want to do and what you want your kids to see you doing. You know, it's the same. I say it always with bike helmets. Yes, a bike helmet will keep you safer. But do you want your child to see you ever in a bike helmet? That a meet your kid's gonna go to therapy. Oh yeah, I remember my dad coming in the house in his bicycle helmet. You know, that's just you know, it's just it's how you want to live, man. So to each their own, that's what I think. I don't think there should be any big rulings, this and that. I think to each their own because you can always have a mask. So you can always prevent yourself from somebody else's, uh, you know, sp- uh, spit, spit them. What do they call it? Spittle? Spittle. You know, because sometimes your tongue is just spittling. 
doesn't even know. And they say you can't see it. Like your tongue's just jerking off all day. Just jerking your DNA right out into the air. It's unbelievable, man. Um, but thank you for calling, man. And thank you guys for uh, for supporting the podcast. Let's take it. Here's a call that came in right here. As always, the hotline is 985-664-9503. And you can call that if uh, if anything's going on. You want to talk about something you heard on the show. You want to recommend something we talk about. You know, you have constructive criticism about something that's going on. Um, or if you're, you know, if you're in a tough spot, you know, hit the hotline, man. Onward. Hey, Theo, I'm a real son of a bitch. I just wanted to let you know I fucking love your show, son. <laughs> All right, bro. Okay. When there you go right there. So there you go. <laughs> I can't even believe that guy said that. <laughs> Dang, that was his whole message, man. Hold on, I gotta listen to that one more time. Hold on. Hey, what's up? Hold on. Hey Theo, I'm a real son of a bitch. I just wanted to let you know I fucking love your show, son. <laughs> All right, man. There you go, man. Boy, dude, that makes me want to take a hit out of my own out of my own wine. That makes me want to freaking redrink my own wine, man. Makes me want to put a straw in my stomach and just damn have a glass of milk the natural way, and then have that second glass right out of my own body. Um, another call. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Theo? This is uh, this is Mike. Got Texas. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I messed that up. Mike, uh, what? Mike, out of Texas. Thank you for calling, Mike. Beautiful over there. Tejas, onward. East Texas, more specifically, because, you know, I'm not Texas the biggest fuck. But, uh... Yeah, Texas is really, that's the place. It's so big. It just, it could be a couple places. You could have Texas. You could have Mexas over there by El Paso where it gets real Mexican, you know. Shout out all of the Mexicanos, mi amigos, mi caballeros. Um, you, could, you could have Mexas maybe and you could have uh, Texas. And you could have Lexus, maybe a certain area where people just drive Lexuses, you know, or fancy Toyotas. That's all it is, you know it? <laughs> Hate to freaking just kill your buzz, but a Lexus is just a damn... You know, it's just a Toyota in sheep's, you know, in, in fancy sheep's clothing. Um, onward. I've been hearing about you and uh, Joe Rogan and Brendan Schwab and, you know, thinking about moving over here. And I, I recommend it, man. It's a, it's a great place to live. You know, you, you don't want to get into the, the smaller towns and shit, you know, because that's one that gets a little dicey, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you got kids, you know. Oh, I like Dicey, brother. You know? Dude, plug a vacuum in, man. And suck. And just put that suck big suction cup on my back, man. That Dyson. That's why I like Dicey, baby. You know? I just... Dude, take me to... Dicey is just God's casino, man. 
Let's see what he rolls, baby. Onward. These parents go fucking crazy over some sports and baseball and football and shit, you know. There's too many politics in it, you know, even as a young kid. Um, that kind of is, uh, the just of it is moving to a different place, moving to Texas. Um, yeah, honestly, man, I have been thinking about it. And I've been thinking a lot about it. You know, especially recently with, uh, you know, with just the clubs being closed down and I've really been thinking about um about a move or at least having another place. Yeah, and a place that I live at and am more based out of. I've been thinking about going to Nashville to look and I've been thinking about uh about possibly Texas as well, man. I just um I've been thinking about it a lot. You know, it's interesting during this time of the disease that everybody, you know, you just get a different view of what's going on, kind of. You get a view of your life. You get, you get a really an interesting chance of reflection that, you know, that I don't even know if the generation before us even got anything like this. You know, I think there's a lot of people who've been doing something for years and now they're like, I don't even know if I like doing this. You know, some people started doing something 20 years ago and now they're still doing it. Maybe a certain job or a, you know, a pastime. And now they're like, what? I don't even, you know, I was making shiffer robes for people. I was doing unique furnitures. And I, shit, I don't even know if I like it. I just got some, you know, I got a hot batch of uh, sandpaper for Christmas 20 years ago. And so, you know, and we lived in the bend of a river. So a lot of fancy driftwood came down and I got into it. And I just never stopped because it was my job. And But now you get some reflection. You're like, shit. I always wanted to do something different. I wanted to do painting or something. You know, I wanted to do uh, photography or, you know, make homemade spaghetti or something. You know, just different opportunities. But but I have thought a lot about it, man. Um, let's take a, let's take another call here. Onward. What's up, Theo? Uh, my name is Deshaun. What's up, Deshaun? Thank you for calling, man. And Deshaun is Spanish for also the Sean. Onward. From uh, Norman, Oklahoma. Called probably, I don't know how many times now. Oh, dang, I didn't know that, man. I'm sorry, brother. Thank you for calling, man. Thank you. Hope you're li- I hope you caught him because I asked a few questions. And I, I mean, I just hope you maybe even thought about the question, you know. But, um, yeah, man, I got to ask you a question right now. Have you thought about doing any uh, outdoor venues for shows? You know, summertime right now. People are itching to get out of the house. Well, people are itching. You know, we don't know why they're itching. And that's, 
I mean, anybody, people could be itching for anything, but, or, you know, for any reason, it could be asbestos. It could be, you know, my buddy, he punched all the damn uh, drywall out of his bedroom. And so he had exposed, uh, what is that shit called? He used to make snowman out of it. It was like kind of pink, like, uh, I just was talking about it. Um, it was, it went in the walls. It was fluffing. I think it was called for temperature fluffing. You know what I'm talking about? What am I talking about, man? It's like temperature fluffing. You know? Um, oh, in the walls, man. Well, anyway, it had something in it. Had piece of damn, you know, glass or something or some kind of dang something, you know, fake glass or whatever. Itching. It was basically just pieces of damn shit that would make you itch. And uh, this fluffing or whatever. Anyway, my buddy would always get pissed and listen to um. Uh, he would listen to that song all the time. Um. Oh shit. Uh, um, come out and play. Remember that song? You gotta keep them separated. He had a CD, uh, machine, single disc, that bitch. And he'd play that song over and over again. And he was furious at everything about his family and stuff. And he eventually got into pills. But this is before that, you know, before pills, you know, BP. And he beat all the damn walling out of his walls. So all they had was that fluffing, that wall fluffing. And that shit got to itching. So, dude, we'd stay over there and Jesus. Hard as hell to get a, catch a few decent winks when you're just getting bodied up all night by this, you know, this shit would fall out. And, like, you'd think it was cotton candy or something. It wasn't. It's basically like somebody just, like if the devil made cotton candy. Think about that. Yeah. Just like that, baby. But have I thought about doing outdoor venues? Yes. That's the simple answer. And there's talk right now of people doing drive-in shows and um, and shows like that. Outdoor areas, you know, stadium or something style seating sort of thing. But drive-ins are the ones that I've been hearing right now that some comedians are going out to do. So once there's more knowledge about that, uh, I'll know more. You know, my thing is I don't want somebody honking the whole time. You know, what if somebody, they're laughing, they're having a B-L-A-S-T, and they have a stroke, you know, because they don't take care of their body, they're not doing fitness or adult fitness, and that bitch strokes out. And they fall on the horn. So now half my set, you know, the next three minutes of my set are ruined because this bastard's back there. You know, because he got damn, you know, bad, you know, he's got that bad pump on him. So that's the only thing I'm worried about is just, you know, people being assholes and hitting the horn. 
or people stroking out and physically can't handle their own uh, being alive because they don't eat well. Um, what else, man? Let's get into a few more questions. Um, here we go, man. What's up, Theo? Hope you're doing well. I'm a big fan. Um, Thank listen, you, bro. I hope you're, or I know you're going to get a lot of these kind of questions because it's it's kind of a hot topic right now, and, and you're kind of kind of close to it. Um, I just want to hear your thoughts on 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 Chris D'Elia, man. Um, I'm a big fan of his. I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a big fan of a bunch of comedians like yourself. But I don't want to believe it, dude. I really don't. Um, you know, it's. I, I feel like that that crying old man at the the WWE whatever thing is like. It's still real to me. Damn it! You know, that's how I feel. So maybe try helping me feel a little bit better, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, I want to thank you for the call, brother. I, I appreciate it, and um. You know, a lot of calls have come in about this, a lot. And um, and I wanted to wait to speak on it until I was here at the podcast and until we were all together. Um, you know, I just want to say, you know, how horrible this, this, this was for the girls who felt like they couldn't say anything. You know, how horrible this must have been for the girls who felt like they didn't have a voice you know, for a period of time that they couldn't, you know, speak up for themselves uh, out of fear or, or you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not sure what they were, everything they were going through. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, I'm happy that they found a voice to, to speak. I'm happy that they found the courage to speak up. I also, um, I wrote some things down that I want to be, that I want to say, so I want to be real clear, you know, because my mind, it's, you know, I don't know, I'm not always the most clear, you know, I sometimes get real brackish in, uh, in my brain, and, and, um, so I just want to be clear, man, uh, so I just want to say that I know that there was a video pulled out of a podcast that may have given the vibe that I had prior knowledge um, of anything predatory that was going on or occurring. Uh, I never knew anything predatory uh, occurring. Uh, I had I have never seen Chris with any underage women ever. I've never heard him I've never heard him communicating with any underage women. I've never spoken with him about anything like that ever. I've never heard him speak with anyone about anything like that. You know, I would never condone that type of behavior. I would never laugh about it. Um, you know, podcasting, you know how it is. We just talk, been talking for years. And we give each other, a, you know, a good rough time about stuff. And, <clears throat> and Chris and I have always had this, you know, to me anyway, this is my perception that we've always had this you know, we give each other a rough time about things. And um, and his fans are called babies. And, 
you know, I know he has a lot of younger fans. Um, and my brain just goes like a, you know, it's like a guy without legs in a, you know, in a damn avalanche contest or something. You know, it just, I'm just, it just goes sometimes. It's a lot of rambling. It's what a lot of podcasting is. Um, but I never had any knowledge or evidence or idea or reason to suspect that Chris was ever doing anything that was that was wrong. And I would never condone anything like that. Um, you know, and I hope that Chris gets the help that he needs. And, uh, you know, and I always ho- hope that. You know, I always hope that anybody gets the help that they need. And, um... And it's heartbreaking, you know, it's heartbreaking because I was also a fan. Um, you know, um, and, and that's all I'm going to say about that. What else? I, I, I know it's hard to, to talk about stuff and to share more. Well, let's let's get through this episode, man. Gang. Hey, what's going on, Theo? My name's Derek, man, and um, I came up on a year sober. Um, what's up, Derek? And congratulations, baby. You got that on yo. You got that on yo, baby. Wow, that's crazy to do that for a year. Onward. May twenty fifth. I mean, not much fanfare of the day. It came and went, bro. I didn't even really think about it or nothing. But like yesterday, my girl gave me one of those, uh, one of those like coins. You know, like when you go to A and you hit like a year mark. Dude, I'm like cracking up. Uh, just saying it, but yeah. Uh, when you hit the one year mark, they give you one of those coins. Say you made it and whatnot, but. Oh yeah, they give you a year chip, that chip, and they give you a nice when you when you when you get that on yo baby, they give you that nice, that weighty one. Feels like you could buy something in the eighteen hundreds with it, like you could get a damn mule or something with it, or a small, you know, a baby horse. Onward. It was out of the blue, dude, and it was one of the nicest, most heartfelt things someone has ever gotten me, man. And uh, yeah, sorry, just keep. Made me realize sometimes, though, that when you think people could care less, you know, and they got their own stuff going on, but they care the most. And I really needed it at that moment, dude. Uh, like I've been having a hard time struggling a little bit with my sobriety, but I'm um, staying strong, but just, you know, struggles there, man. And then, uh. I appreciate that, man. Uh, thank you for the call, brother. And, uh,. It is, isn't it interesting, man, that that there's some reason when you when you're feeling like nobody cares and you get a message or a call or a gesture from somebody and it just surprises you, man. It just takes you by a total other direction. Yeah, man, those hitting the feelings, they hit hard in the feelings, don't they? Um
Yeah, man, I, I'm just proud of you, man. And thanks for sharing. You know, I've been struggling with some of my own kind of, uh, you know, with some of my own sobriety stuff and, and, uh, and man, you just sharing that with me, you sharing how somebody else made you feel important. You know, how your girl just surprised you with that chip, you know, with that coin, with that one year. Saying, hey, you know, I see you, you know. I see you taking care of yourself. And, and I'm proud of you. You know, I see you. Man. It's powerful, man. It's powerful when somebody when somebody does that for you. Um and uh Yeah, man, I'm I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you and I know you're proud of you too. That's what makes me I think feel even you know, that makes me feel some type of way right now because you know, I know that you're proud of you. And I know also I could tell that you feel loved by the person that did that for you. That's somebody that loves you, man. You know, and people could tweet about love and say this and that. And we could show images and this and that. And we could post all the shit we want. But that, that's God's Instagram, bro. You know, that's when somebody that when that somebody can make you have a feeling like that. That's powerful, man. And look, your girl doing that for you, man, made me feel like this. Made me feel something. You know, um, so yeah, man, I'm just so proud. I'm I'm just proud of you, bro. You know, I'm proud of you, and um. Anyway, I don't know what else to say, man. It's, yeah, it's been a long week, bro. And, uh, but thank you for sharing, man. Thank you for being brave enough to share that, too. You know, sometimes somebody does something nice for us and we put it away and we, you know, we want to talk about other stuff or we want to do different things. It's not, that doesn't have as much of a heart in it, but you didn't make that choice, man. You chose to share that experience with us. And thank you. Gang, brother. All right, let's get a call here. Hey, Theo. This is uh, Henry, Battle Creek, Michigan. Henry up there in Battle Creek. And I slept in a damn funeral home one time at a, uh, up in, um, fuck, I don't know where it was. Onward, brother? Onward? Um, I was just having some questions about, you know, I'm high schooler. Messing around with like you know some substances and um okay so you're high school and uh you messing with some substances okay onward brother would you say it'd just be better for me in the long run just get sober right now than uh because I know I do have a pretty addictive mentality and um you know who knows like later down the line what shit I'll fuck around with but um. Yeah, I just want to know your thoughts um, about 
better to get sober young or um, ride it out and really maybe like this bigger lesson to learn. I don't even know. Um, peace, man. Love you. Be good yourself. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's nice of you to say, man. Uh, you know, you. I can tell you're a nice person. You know, I can tell that you care about yourself. Um, you know, and just nice of you to say that at the end there. Um, oh, Jesus. Oh, remember when it used to be Best Buy all the time, middle of the night? Remember? Best Buy, every midnight, Best Buy. Get it, get this. You know? It's damn, uh, you know, uh, it'd be like, oh, you, you gotta get this, man. The Book of Eli is on, uh, you know, Blu-ray or something. Pac-Man on Blu-ray. Anyway, sorry, man. I, obviously, I got some resentments against Best Buy video. Pre, or uh, something, Best Buy. Basically, which is just China. Basically, big warehouses full of China. Um, but let me, let me, let me get back to you, man. I'm sorry for, I made that about me there. Um, you know, it's a good question, man. And, and only you can answer it for yourself, you know, about get about trying to be sober, getting sober, getting into that world. Um, you know, recovery, so many people struggle with things. Uh, and... You know, sometimes I think it's our test overall as a species. Can we solve these things that are broken in us? No matter how many centuries and decades it takes and generations, can we can we solve it? Can we solve what they are? Um, and alcoholism is a big one because for a lot of people, it's not even about drugs or alcohol. It's about the way they feel, you know. Uh, has nothing to do. They have people that have never drank or done a drug who are alcoholics, who are in recovery. So if that, just to let you know that it's, 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 a, it's a thing going on in your brain, you know, or in, in your spirit. Um, but man, it's up, you know, it's your call. I, I know what you're saying. Should I wait? Is there some lesson I'm going to learn by, you know, being out there and partying and, and, and I don't know. You know, some people would be like, yeah, the, the answer is just tell them to get sober. Yes, I could just tell you that. But I don't know if you're an alcoholic. You know, I don't know. Uh, you can only answer for yourself. You know, there's times where I still think I'm not. But but that could be my alcoholism telling me that. Um, but I don't think it would hurt you. Now, here's something I can recommend, man. I think you maybe go to a couple meetings. You know, go to some different men's stag meetings that just men only. So people ain't geezing around in there. You know, geezing over there at a, at a you know, some, you know, some, they got a beautiful lady over there with some tatats or something. It's, you know, you want to focus on what, on the nature at hand. Uh, so I'd recommend, there you go. That's, that's something I can recommend. Try a couple meetings, see how you feel. There's even young meetings. There's youth, There's meetings for more youthful. So if you're a youthful man, if you got young blood in your body and young bones and tissue, then you could do that. Um, 
But I do know, I do know this, man, that there is a solution in those rooms. There's a solution to, to a lot. There's a solution to a lot. And if that program doesn't get you there, you might just find a, your way to a different, there's other programs, there's all types of self-help. But I, I, I'm just, I'm glad you're, you're, that you're calling and seeing, and that you're just even curious, that you're aware enough of yourself to say, hey, should I, you know, what's going on? What do I think? What do I do? Um, and so I would give it, I, I would peep it out, man. You know? Because you can always not go. But, you know, but that, you know, but it's when I hear stories like Derek that called before you and, uh, and man, you could just tell that another part of his spirit is getting, is coming alive, you know. And that's something you, you just, you can't do by yourself. That we need others. We need help. And all help is, a lot of times, is just others. It's just a fancy word for it. But, uh, anyway, man, a lot of people also called in about, um, about Chris and about everything that happened, that's happened with him. And, uh, and, and just, I just wanted to say thank you for the calls and, um, that were expressing thoughts for me that were being supportive and, uh, and just, uh, just how many, just, uh, you know, just a lot of people that love him, you know, very, you know, an entertaining man. Um, it was just, just a lot of nice stuff. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, um, let's take one more call right here that came in, man. This is egregious, but I'll play it. What's up, Theo? It's Birdman from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. What's up, Bird? Down there in Beeham, baby, huh? Bird down there, bro. And if I see you fist fighting up in that nest with Small Island, dog, I'm going to know what's up. You trying to blow up his hiding spot, dude. We've been looking for him for three weeks, beep. Listen, man, I was just calling to say I love you, bro. And um, I'm really grateful for what you do, man. And I just want you to know that there's in the same way, I feel like you're, you spend a lot of time thinking about other people. I just want you to know there's other people that are thinking about you, dude. Praying about you, meditating for you, you know, all that good shit. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if you hear this enough, but I just hope you keep your head up and you keep fighting that good fight because you're doing a hell of a good job, bro. And, um, yeah, man. Also, I came out and saw you over in Europe, and that shit was hilarious, being from the South and watching you do some comedy in another country, dude. All right, man. You were on my mind this morning. I hope you're having a good day, bro. Love you. Gang, gang. Love you, too, bro. Love you, too, man. Thanks, bird. Man, thank you, bro. That's nice of you to say, man. Uh, you know, we all we all need to hear that people care about us. You know, we all need to hear it. You know, but especially I think at a time like this where, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. There's a lot of like structural uncertainty in our country and and even in our species, I think. You know, are we as a species, are we right? Are we doing, can we do this? 
Um, but thank you, bro, man. That's that's really nice of you, man. I appreciate you sharing that, bro. <laughs> Hit me in them damn valves, baby. Hit me in them blood valves, dog. In that first and second gear, bro. In that freaking uh, in that ticker, in that transmission, baby. Um. What's a good song we can go out with tonight? Stevie Starlight has a new album, and I'm going to try to get some tune from him I can play for next week. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I just... Everybody, we got this, man. We can do this, you know? A lot of phone calls came in, too, about people on Greyhound buses and things that happened to them, dude, and... uh. <laughs> Man, some real, real adventures. And I'm going to play them next week. We'll get into it next week. Um, but take care of yourselves, you know. And we got this. And we can do this. And I'm talking to you. And I'm talking to me. And just thank you, man. Thank you so much for, you know, a lot of calls this week. I think a lot of people knew that, you know, every a lot of people in the comedy community are really uh, heartbroken. And I know a lot of you guys are too right now. Um, and, uh, and you know, we just, we have to just, you know, give our love and our support to everybody, everyone, you know, to everyone that struggled with the, the scenario and things that have gone on. And, and, um, and we, you know, we move forward, you know, we all move forward and we all get better. Um, so I don't know what I'm talking about, man. But that's why I got you guys. Because y'all do, bro. Um, let's do a little bit of making it. You knew it was going to be making it, man. But this is Bishop Gunn. And uh, y'all be good to yourselves, man. You deserve it, baby gang. Days I can almost hear Mama pray for my restless soul. And I ain't made a dollar, I ain't spent, but where it's going ain't killed me yet. I still get where I'm bound to go. I'm making it, I'm making wrong feel right. I'm making it, and if hell's where I'm headed then I'm making good times Most all of my plans slip right through my hands Wind up next to me, broken on the ground. If this bottle was an hourglass, I'd say that I'm about an hour past the minute. I should have put it down, but I'm making it. I'm making. 
I can almost hear mama pray for my restless soul. And that is, uh, that's making it. That's making it right there by Bishop Gunn. And you can check them out. And, uh, yeah, I think we've said enough, man. I think we've said enough. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Charmaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. Sorry, sir, but our ice cream machine is broken. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.